On this episode of What's the Secret Podcast, you'll discover the number one overlooked way to build a solid business, how to maximize your efforts for totally out-of-proportion profits, and how to systemize your business the right way. All that and more on episode 14, Kaching of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha, my name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha, Tom Gaddis. On What's the Secret podcast, thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm coming to you from beautiful Maui, Hawaii. Super excited you're here on this episode as we are continuing our look at my four-step blueprint called The Milk It Method, how to turn your idea, skill, knowledge, or product into a huge cash cow. And in case you didn't know, I actually have a complimentary e-guide that goes along with this series of podcasts. And you can download that e-guide absolutely for free at tomgaddis.com forward slash secret. So if you haven't done that already, just head over to tomgaddis.com forward slash secret and download the Milk It Method e-guide, how to turn your idea, skill, knowledge, or product into a huge cash cow. And like I said, today we're on the K, which stands for Kaching, And that's all about how to improve and supercharge your profits. And there's really three parts to Kaching, And the first part is something that I feel is probably the number one overlooked way to really build a solid business and develop a relationship with your customers. And that is customer service. I know in our market, one of the things that really set us apart early on was our customer service, how responsive we were, how quick we were to get back to people. And I know that because our customers would constantly tell us like, man, your guys' support is awesome. We don't get this from other people. And you know, when you're dealing with an online business, I think that's super important that you're responsive and your customers get that feeling that you're really there for them. And so many in this industry don't do that. And just by delivering excellent customer service, you can really stand out apart from all those other competitors in your marketplace. So how do we how do we handle customer service? Well, there's different phases based on where you're at in your business. So when you're new, you know, you have a really great opportunity that a lot of your bigger competitors don't. They're usually so busy, they have so many customers that they're not able to respond to everyone that reaches out to them. And in the beginning, when you're new and you're growing your your customer base, you have the ability to actually interact with the people that reach out to you. So in the beginning, we did all our support ourselves and that allowed us to build this relationship with our customers and really show them that we were there for them. It allowed us to keep a pulse on the market and understand what their problems were, any issues they had with our courses, the things we were putting out, how we could make them better. And it really gave us an edge in the marketplace. Now, when you're new, that's easy to do. As you grow, that becomes more difficult as your customer base expands. And one of the things that 
I would recommend to you is while handling your customer support in the beginning is great and there's a lot of benefits, it's also something that you wanna bring a team member on or an assistant to handle for you as quickly as possible because it can also suck up a lot of your time. But when you do that, when you bring somebody on to handle customer support for you, you shouldn't just not pay attention to it, right? One of the things that I still do to this day is go into our support system and just look at tickets, see what customers are saying, try to get a pulse for what they're asking about, what things they're having issues with, to keep my kind of finger on where our customers are at. And yes, I still do respond to some customer support tickets and get in there and kind of get my hands in the 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 day-to-day -day operations of that. But, you know, I'm not in there all the time like I was in the beginning. Now, I think there's another level to customer service when you're launching a product that is super important. If you're launching an online course, you want to be Johnny on the spot with your customer service. Whenever you do a launch, you know, things happen. People don't get the emails. They don't get their access. And when somebody gives you money, especially online, and maybe they're doing it for the first time and something goes wrong and they don't immediately get their email access for whatever reason, maybe it's in their spam folder, they didn't check their whatever it is, there's this anxiety that happens in them that like, uh-oh, did I make a mistake, right? So when you are launching a course or a product, you want to be on the ball with customer support so that if anyone sends in a ticket that they didn't get access, you can get them that access right away. That will just put them at ease and really build that level of trust that you need with an online business. And they'll spread the word about what awesome customer support you have, and they'll continue to, to buy from you, sometimes even when there are other options, just because your level of support is so far above and beyond other people. Now, customer service, again, I think that's the foundation thing. Like, well, that's one of the things you just need to have in place, right? But when it comes to maximizing your profits even further, we want to start thinking about how we're going to maximize our revenue, right? And a lot of people focus on just bringing new people into their courses, their funnels, whatever they're doing. And while that's really good, it's always going to be easier to sell things to existing customers. So, you know, you really want to take people who buy your courses and bring them into some multiple points of contact. And what I mean by that is, you know, you maybe want to have an email list. You want to have a Facebook group. You know, you could also have a podcast, like multiple ways for them to engage with you and consume your content. And you can start to build that trust, that community that comes around your products that keeps people coming back and buying from you over and over again. Now, I do want to just put out a little word of caution here. This is a process. It takes time. I see so many people that try to get all these things in place right from the get-go. And by doing that, they're just kind of paralyzed into inaction because there's just so much to do. And I know for us over at Offline Sharks, like this was a process. In the beginning, we just had people on an email list. Then we added a Facebook group. Then we slowly added other things, a YouTube channel, a podcast, a weekly Facebook live show. So if somebody looks at our business today, you would think, oh man, I need all that stuff. But you don't, not to get started and to get going. You wanna add those things over time. 
it's again a process and don't don't get stuck in trying to have all that stuff in place right from the beginning you'll be able to evolve evolve and grow as your customer base grows as well and it's important you know in the beginning when you have something that's working right like whether you're doing product launches or whether you're doing affiliate marketing if you're generating cash flow you do not want to stop doing what's working while you're focusing on that other stuff, you would just want to gradually bring those things into your business, right? Now, how do we how do we develop those multiple streams of income from our existing clients? Well, one of the ways we can do that is we can ask ourselves questions like, well, what offers or systems can we put in place to create recurring revenue? Right. I know early on in our business, if if I could go back in time and do one thing differently that we did with Offline Sharks, that would be implementing some type of recurring product earlier than we did. I think we waited too long to do that, right? That should be one of the first things you want to try to work in is what can I offer my customers that will get them paying me each month so that we're not always starting from zero. You also want to ask yourself things like, well, is there is there like a high ticket training, coaching or a consulting model that we could put in place on the back end of these other things we're doing? And are there joint venture opportunities in our market? Are there people that we could team up with that could increase our audience and maybe bring value to them and help us grow our revenue as well? I know one of the things that I did early on was I created what uh, Russell Brunson calls the Dream 100. So I just made a spreadsheet of 100 people that I wanted to be doing business with. And I remember at the time that I made that list, I was like, this is crazy. Like these people, I'm just a small time. I put out one product. They're not going to ever do business with me. I don't even know how I would even come into contact with them. I didn't even know anyone who knew any of these people. And yet today I have done business with almost everyone on that list. So, you know, even if you think there's no way I could ever come in contact with these people, make the list anyway, because you will be surprised just by having that list the opportunities that will come your way. And all of a sudden you'll be like, man, I've worked with almost everybody on this list. It's, it's just really crazy how it works out. So I would definitely encourage you to make a list of your dream 100. And then you can start to think like, well, you know, can I identify people that maybe if it's a big person that you want to do something with, you know, and you're new, you might not be able to just reach out to them right away, but is there a smaller person in their network that maybe you can reach out and work with that could help introduce you to that person. And if you think strategically about those things and you, you constantly work to bring value to the people you do business with, those relationships will open up and those introductions will start to happen for you. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals, can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. So maximizing your revenue, Remember, we want to have multiple points of contact, right? An email list, a Facebook group, 
whatever it is, you want to be able to communicate with your customers on more than one channel. You don't just want to be tied into to one thing. You And again, that's a process. You don't have to have that all in the beginning. Just you know, be thinking about that as you're moving forward. How can I incorporate these other things into what I'm doing? You also want to be thinking about how can I put recurring revenue in place, things that I can get money for each month with that, you know, uh, on an ongoing basis, and also start looking at what types of high ticket things can you add to your business model so that when you're doing these things, you can, you know, you can gradually work people into some of these higher price things that you would have. And of course, you want to look for joint venture opportunities in your market. Now, the third step to Kaching is systematizing your business. And this is really, really important, especially as you grow. You're going to find it's very hard to grow if we're not actively looking for ways to systematize our business because it's going to it's going to save you from having to do the same monotonous tasks every single day. Right. And once you start doing this, you're going to be more productive. You're going to be less stressed. You're going to have more time to work on increasing product. Um, profits. And that's why it's so important to, you know, even though you're answering, you may be answering your support and doing all that, all the things in your business in the beginning, you want to slowly start bringing on people to help you with that stuff. So you can really focus on the big picture, the big strategy, creating content and growing your brand. And I do have a quick little checklist that you can use for systematizing your business. One is take inventory of all the repetitive tasks that you perform in your business and document them, right? Start doing that as early as possible. Making Google Docs or recording short Loom videos of how you're doing the processes in your business, especially if it's something you find yourself doing every day, because you'll be able to share that documentation with team members as you bring them on and grow, and it will cut down on you having to, you know, stand over their shoulder and train them. It'll give you a base of information to give to them and say, hey, this is what I want you to do. Just follow what's in this video or just follow the steps on this, this Google Doc or checklist, right? Checklists are really big. I know my business partner, Nick, he's always, we're always talking about checklists. And um, yeah, so you want to focus on that and start doing those things as early as possible. So establish a priority either by what directly affects revenue or takes the most time, right? So what things are sucking up the most of your time or what things really impact revenue the most, those are things we want to develop systems and processes for first. Create uh, each process in detail from step one to done so that if you just handed that document or showed that video to somebody, they could do it. Uh, categorize your tasks as automated, manual, or hybrid. Automate the tasks that can be automated and then delegate or outsource the tasks that require a person starting from the lowest priority or tasks that take up the most time. And if you are constantly looking at those things from the very beginning and planning that out, as you start to bring team members on, you'll find that transition is as smooth as possible. Now, again, when it comes to Kaching, everyone focuses on bringing in new customers, but that really is only a small part of it. And I hope you really get the sense of that from this episode. You know, when we're when we're talking about building a solid business and being able to monetize our business consistently moving forward, we're really talking about building a community with our customers, delivering value to them, 
which they pay for, right? By purchasing our products. And that really is the short path to increasing and making sure you have consistent, solid income from your online business. And, you know, the way we did it at Offline Sharks was we just built the community that we wanted to be a part of, right? We looked around and said, hey, if we were, you know, if there was a community out there that would bring value to us, what would it look like? And that's the community we built. That's the way we started interacting with our customers. And that really allowed us to grow really, really quickly. Now, after this episode is over, what should you do? One, start mapping out other lines of offers that you can add to what you're currently doing. Start thinking about what you can systemize. Start documenting your processes, doing that now, and identify and create a Dream 100 list. These are the things that will help you really improve your profits and build a foundation for a solid solid build business. And, you know, look, always focusing on new customers is expensive and hard. Getting a new customer is going to be the most expensive thing you ever do in your business, but building in ways to get maximum results from existing customers, that gives you the ability to increase your cash flow and grow quickly and have the money to be able to grow that audience faster and faster than others in your marketplace. Now, one thing I want to leave you with on this episode is a quote from Stuart Wilde, and I think this really um, encapsulates what we really want to think about when it comes to kaching and building a solid business that has consistent profit and income. And Stuart said this, on your quest, think of the symbology of the woodpecker. Each peck does not amount to much, but eventually the whole bloody tree comes down. And that has been my experience growing an online business. Sometimes I feel like that woodpecker, we're just making little tiny pecks. And I think, how is this ever going to get us the results we want? But eventually, as we keep at it and we keep pecking away, all of a sudden, the whole tree comes down, the way opens up, and the income, the profits, and the customers we want come in. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Remember, you can always find the show notes at tomgaddis.com with every episode. And again, if you haven't downloaded the free e-guide to the Milk It Method, how to turn your idea, skill, knowledge, or product into a huge cash cow, head over to tomgaddis.com forward slash secret and do that now. And I'll see you on the next episode of What's the Secret. Stay safe and practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.